Well, it's Wednesday night means it's dedicated to NFL. We've got the guys. The it's, we got to up security around here. There's too many Dolsons coming in on a weekly basis. Al Dolson, Tyler Dolson, Kirill Smolianski coming on as his Bengals take center stage on Thursday. A uh, couple of winners. We all got a, it's the circle of winners here in the Zoom box. Atlanta, Cincy, your Vikes. Um, so Atlanta takes out the Giants, and then I take out Saquon Barkley, and then I get taked out on YouTube. It's just, you know, because it was to my overall point of I don't trust running backs. I think they're a bad investment. And I should have clarified, Barkley, after the injury, looks not as good. He's not the same running back, and I was strong in saying he's not good. And then all the dumbass, you know, I did appreciate some people coming out in a good back and forth. They're obviously trying to, the Giants fan defending their team, but it's like, well, the team's bad. It's like, okay, well, Tennessee Titans aren't great, but Derrick Henry's a fucking animal and actually, you know, propels that team, makes Tannehill the quarterback he is. But let's talk about Saquon Barkley because apparently, you know, we've got, then we've got the caveman dipshits coming out. Uh, yeah, don't think I have a father for some reason. Uh, I think I look like Scotty McCreary, which I think is a compliment. Uh, and what do you guys think? I've heard Finch from American Pie, but Scotty McCreary's a new one. <laughs> I'm a big, actually, American Idol fan, so. Yeah, okay, there you go. That's that. right. This guy is a huge, uh, he lives in his mom's basement. He loves American Idol, and uh, he calls me Scotty. So we appreciate this man welcoming aboard. But, yeah, he's like, I mean, it's just improve the entire team and Saquon will be better. Yeah, no fucking shit. Same for every sure. single player. Um, here we go. So let's have a running back debate because you guys paid Dalvin Cook. You've got Joe Mixon. So let's talk about this because it is an interesting debate, and we'll start with that. So here's, here's the thing with Barkley. Again, he suffers the injury, and that's, that's the huge thing here. He's, he's not the same running back since the injury. Ten attempts for 26 yards against Denver. Uh, I mean, okay, Denver's a really good defense, and they were down, so they're trying to throw back into it. 13 attempts, 57 yards against a lesser defense compared to year-over-year year Washington football team, and he did have one for 41 yards. So at one point, he was literally 12 attempts for 16 yards. Like, like he's good for maybe breaking through the defense once, but other than that, there's just so many one-yard stuffs, two-yard stuffs. Most recently against Atlanta, 16 for 51. He had a 15-yard rush that's, that's basically two yards per carry, 15 attempts, 36 yards. So am I crazy? Was I too harsh on the homie Saquon? Uh, let's go to Johnny Unitas, uh, Al Dalson. Uh, I don't think you're too harsh. The numbers kind of speak for themselves. Um, I think you're right. Uh, Post-injury, he has not been the same. Um, before the injury, he looked like he was going to be the future of the NFL. Yeah, again, I, I maybe was underestimating what he did in his first two years. But again, the injury is the key clarification there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he just hasn't been the same. And I, as far as fantasy relevance and even – put fantasy aside, just top tier running back. I wouldn't even put him in that top tier anymore. He's kind of middle of the pack. That's what I'm saying. But let's talk like, so that's my thing is I wouldn't even touch a running back. Joe Mixon was a high round guy. That's who you have. And he's, he's put up solid numbers, Kirill. But, you know, would you, when it comes time to say, hey, pay him or let him walk, are you willing to shell out that money? Or are you willing to check in a guy like Samaj P. Ryan and see if he can get it done? I'm a giant advocate for not paying running backs. He was a second-round pick, and I would never touch a running back in the first because that fifth-year extension, that's where you, like, get a tackle in the first round, a receiver, like, someone who gets, like, the next contract is a lot of money. Your running back's contract, it's not supposed to be that much. Mix got paid last offseason. 
it wasn't that good. He's one of the highest paid, and then he missed all of last season basically right. too. So he's the second he's a second rushing right now in the NFL, but at the same time, running backs a 21-year-old can come out of nowhere. And like a third-round running back is going to be a stud like Kamara. He was a mid-round pick. Mm-hmm. He was a stud. Great point. And l- let's go to Tyler Dalson's Vikings because Dalvin Cook's interesting. Like the only guy I would pay is because uh, he is a freak. It's Derrick Henry. Like that guy runs like a cheetah and he's built like a fucking mound of granite. Um, Cook's got the numbers. I, th- You know, I was looking at it. He, I feel like he gets injured, but then he did play 14 games the last two years. So maybe I'm just looking at something different there. But look at the guy behind him, Madison. They win behind Madison getting the start because Cook's injured. And that's a dude that could start on a majority of NFL rosters. Like, again, they're they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Madison and Cook are very similar, and I'm not talking just about their hairstyle. Um, I think uh, both of them are uh, very um, effective in the pass game, obviously as well in the rush game as well. Um, uh, Dalvin's a little bit more thicker, I would say. Um, he's got a little bit more meat on his bones, but, um, Madison can break tackles for his size and he just absolutely cut up the Seahawks defense, like a bunch of matches, to be honest. (laughs) Great point. Uh, okay. Let's get to trivia because I, I thought about it too. What's, you know, what Super Bowl winners over the last decade have been doing that running back? You know, could you answer me that? The Chiefs won with Damian Williams, for Christ's sake. And then when they finally burn a first-round pick on Edward C. Lair, now they don't look like the same team. I know they just went to the Super Bowl, but what if you just put that on defense and had a guy like, you know, Parsons, who we'll talk about the Dallas Cowboys Monday Night Football win in a little bit. But that's my question to you, Al. And then I've got a trivia question. When is the last time a Super Bowl MVP went to a running back? Anyone. <laughs> I'm thinking here. It's over two decades. Okay. 23 freaking years. Me, man. Terrell Davis. Terrell Davis yeah, in Super Bowl 33. But that's that just goes to show you. I think in the last decade, like the teams that were built weren't built around a running back, which you could argue is what the Giants did when they went with Barkley. Um, so again, Kirill, it's, uh, I guess Marshawn Lynch might've been the only guy, but that wasn't even his first team with the Seahawks. And it was basically Russell Wilson's team. They didn't give it to him at the one the next year either. Exactly. So (laughs) who knows? Okay. Well, let's talk about Monday night football and the Cowboys in that same division for a second. Uh, they look great with Dak coming back. Uh, Zeke's another guy who I was, you know, I'd be close to paying. I didn't think he was going to have a big game and he made me eat crow, which again, we'll see how Saquon does this weekend against new Orleans. Uh, and I'll gladly eat crow if he has a huge game. Um, but the Eagles get destroyed. Mike McCarthy just looks like a dumbass, even like in spite of himself, they're, they're still winning games. He doesn't know when to call timeout at the end of the half. He (laughs) ices his own kicker uh, and they still somehow win. Now look at the schedule. They hang with the bucks. They beat the chargers and now they destroy the Eagles. Are you picking the Cowboys? We'll go around for divisional picks here, starting with Al. Uh, yeah, for the NFC East, I think it's got to be uh, the Cowboys. Um, looking at the other teams there, the Giants just aren't competitive. The Eagles got obliterated by them, and the Washington football team, I kind of liked them with Fitzmagic in there, but I don't think Heineke's the guy. So I think Cowboys is a no-brainer. Cowboys division, Kirill? Yeah. Not even close, really. 
I have it between the Cowboys and the football team. And I think it's going to come down to actually closer week 17. I think you, you hit it on the head McCarthy. I'm not really sold on him. And I feel like Dallas will do something stupid. I hate to say it. Someone might get hurt down the stretch and it might, they might just go on a super cold streak. Um, but no, I, I think it's going to come down to week 17 between the two. Have you guys, this is a question for anyone. Have you guys checked out Peyton and Eli yet on the uh, oh, concurrent? Yeah. How awesome is it, Kirill? I checked it out for the first time on Monday. I don't even watch the normal broadcast. I just listen to that. It's awesome. Dude, Eli they're like the double bird. The, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> Eli is just so likable. Like he's, he's good God. He's hanging out with his dad at home. They're both self-deprecating of each other. Like it's super fun. And just listening to the way they talk about it. I never watched football before. They're like talking about formations. Like, Hey, you already know stepping up the line. They're in cover two. Hey, he's checking. They're checking. They're changing off the play. They're switching the sides. I'm like, Holy crap. This is so much better than Steve Levy. Just kind of, you know, fumbling over what number caught the ball. Um, yeah, have you, that the Dolphins checked it out. Is that on the Dolphins? I household? haven't checked them out, but this sounds. You guys like would love it. Better than Booger. <laughs> yeah, oh, bro, the Booger movie <laughs> is over. Um, but hear hear me out on this. This is going to be. I feel bad for Steve Levy, you know, because it's like, good God, they like Peyton and Eli are trending on Twitter every single Monday. Now they're off for a couple of weeks. Like it's pretty cool how they're doing it. They're working their own schedule, farting around and doing whatever. Bars, like this could be the future of sports. Just have concurrent videos, uh, video streams, broadcasts. Like there is, if your team is playing the traditional broadcast, I would probably check out. Like I'm trying to follow the yeah. game. If you're just checking into a game for gambling aspects, there should just be a dedicated gambling broadcast concurrent with it. Not unlike what MLB has experimented with in the Saber metrics. Like they have the Saber metrics game, which I have checked out in past. Um, Barstool's kind of figured this out where they realize people just like people watching the game and it's like just the cameras just on them. But if they actually got media rights to the NFL, they've been in talks doing something with MLB. That's how they could take out ESPN. Um, and Kirill, like you've kind of seen it. You said it. You don't even watch the traditional broadcast anymore because this is just more entertaining. 100%. Yeah. Also, the guests they bring on, like Coach Saban recruiting Arch Manning so like without like <laughs> actually saying it out loud. Yes. No, literally. The guests are crazy. And it's kind of awkward because it's over Zoom. Like Peyton and Eli just watching a game together is just, it's flawless. That's the better one. But yeah, LeBron looked likable. Nick Saban looked likable. LeBron's breaking news that freaking Pete Carroll offered him a contract to play. It wasn't just Jerry Jones to play football. Um, so that was crazy. Yeah, the double birds, Eli. Yeah, you could blur this out, right? As he's flicking <laughs> off everyone on live TV. All right, let's finish up NFL and talk about our respective teams. Uh, Al, the Vikings get the win. Kirk looks great. I was saying he's getting some early MVP votes if they can keep this up. Defense showed improvement. Good job, Zimmer. Congrats. You did your job. Now you have the Browns this week. What can we expect? Uh, good thing you mentioned the defense because it took three drives for him to figure it out. But after that, they were solid. Um, I mean – as far as quarterback goes, I'm a little bit more scared of Russell Wilson than Baker Mayfield. It's I think the more the bigger concern is going to be how the offense can perform against that Browns defense because that front four is scary. Tie so with it being plus two, I was looking, 
and the Browns are two and one. They mm-hmm. could have beat the Chiefs. They were up by twelve at one point. Yep. They're one loss, but the other two wins have become against the Texans, who aren't spectacular. And Didn't cover, but that was when they had Taylor. Exactly. And then they beat the Bears on Justin Fields' debut and didn't look good. So I was watching that game and it was just haven't had... beat really anyone too exciting. Um at home playing at US Bank. I'm actually surprisingly gonna be a homer and taking the bikes. For what it's worth, I like the Vikings too. How about you, Ty? Um, yeah, no, I, I like the Vikings as well this week. Um, I can kind of really say after two years of our, our – no, it was a little under two years, but of being in U.S. Bank fans, it was absolutely electric there at the game. Yeah, you were at the game, yeah. Yeah, and I think Baker Mayfield is – I mean, they play outdoors in Cleveland. I think playing indoors with a fan base – and Vikings, obviously, with a little bit of momentum after their big win against Seattle. Zimmer finally gets it done. I think it's going to be electric in there again. Um, I think the big question, though, for this game is uh, who's going to be blocking Miles Garrett? Mm-hmm. Um, the little banged up on the offensive line right now, Rashad Hill was a limited participant. And it was good to see that uh, Christian Derrissaw uh, participated today. Um, so hopefully he, or he might get some action, but – That'd be a very tough first assignment. First game in the NFL, you're blocking Miles Garrett. Um, is is Cook going to play? Uh, yeah, Cook. Uh, so Cook didn't practice at all last week, and he was limited today. So that's a good sign to see that he practiced today. I, I'm thinking he's going to play. Sounds good. Um, Thursday night takes center stage. Kirill, your Bengals blast the Steelers at their place. Big Ben just looked dreadful. I mean, good Lord. He's just targeting Najee Harris because he's the only guy he could throw to. I don't know how the hell the Steelers somehow beat the Bills in Buffalo in week one, but now look at the Bengals. They beat the Vikings, who could also, I mean, you guys could know, could easily be 3-0 and now uh, if it wasn't for a field goal and then overtime could go either way but the Bengals have got their own kind of a, a fluke loss in Chicago I mean the Bears are a different team in Chicago but you get the grace of the winless Jaguars and the coverless Jaguars in Cincinnati uh on Thursday Carrill I'm kind of scared for the game Bengals, oh god come on. I, I can't remember the last time the Bengals won a Thursday night game like I'm last five I remember they've lost um Jesse Bates is out. T. Higgins is out. I hate when the Bengals, their franchise, like, should never be, like, over a touchdown favorite. And the fact they're seven-and-a-half-point favorites last time I checked scares me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's one of those things, as a Bengals fan, I'm so used to losing. And, like, <laughs> yeah. we have a good team, but Thursday night games just scare me. Because usually the worst team, like, that, they're going to stay bad. They're not mm-hmm. going to – like, those extra couple days for preparation those don't really matter to them. So it usually evens out. Urban Meyer kick sixes the Cardinals and then uh, still can't win, still can't cover. I mean, everyone he's playing yeah. is Alabama. Uh, that's hysterical. Um, okay, Falcons will beat the Washington football team at home on Sunday. How about that? What, am I crazy? I told you they beat the Giants. Any thoughts there, uh, Al? Al's talking to someone possibly here. Johnny, <laughs> United? Um. Sorry, I put my phone on mute because was getting some background noise there. You were talking about the uh, Falcons game against the Washington football team, right? 
Yes. Or uh, for what it's worth, my pick is I got the Bengals taking care of business. But what are your guys' picks on my Atlanta Falcons? I think they're going to get it done at home. Surprisingly, a dog with Taylor Heineke, uh, Tyler's boy, coming in. <laughs> I like the Falcons. I'm telling you on this one, though. Yeah, I'm hoping Ridley. This is Ridley's big breakout game. I, I got the football team. I think Scary Terry is going to go for at least over 100, maybe two tutties. What, what was that game, Kirill? The Falcons win a low-scoring affair. I thought that was going to be through the roof again. I mean, that, that's what – Barkley couldn't do shit against the Falcons? Like, how the hell was that possible? That's what I'm saying. Uh, it's, that was just two bad teams playing each other. That yeah. was like Fair enough. I, I didn't – I didn't even want to tune into that game. And then I have Kyle Pitts on my fantasy team. And that just, how do you get three targets to that guy against the Giants defense, too? So, yeah, I have Arthur, no idea. Arthur Smith has not figured out how to use uh, Kyle Pitts. Okay, we've got an update in the Gerson Rosas scandal. Tyler Dawson, how about this? I mean, you almost went viral, former Timberwolves employee. Talk about, we talked about the mismanagement and just the chaos. I didn't know it was this chaotic. Where Gerson Rosas basically is photographed at a Minnesota United game in a box that was supposed to be for fucking, uh, you know, Timberwolves personnel. And he, he, who is married, is with the VP of communications who is also married. And they must have been on the kiss cam or something because they were tongue deep. How <laughs> stupid can you be? And how does Glenn Taylor not know what the hell's going on where he hires this guy that's apparently reported, you know, is creating a toxic, a toxic workplace, a horrible guy. I mean, what the hell is happening? No, I mean, it's just Minnesota Timberwolves basketball in the last 16, 17 years in a nutshell. I mean, hey, that's obviously not a good look for anyone, but especially to be in his role with the Timberwolves and then obviously her role, it was a no brainer that Glenn Taylor had to can him, I think. Yeah. Especially coming out there like, but like, how, was this been, how long was this going on? Because like, apparently a lot of people in the front office knew what was going on. And then finally, you know, the picture surfaces, which like was Gerson Rosas trying to get fired. Like I, he wanted to leave the Timberwolves. What is he doing? And yeah, he gets canned. Glenn Taylor made the right move, but it's like, okay, you hired the wrong guy fucking clearly. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I can't believe that um, the people in the front office knew about it and it was going on that long. And it took this photo to go viral. <laughs> Look it up. You guys, if you're listening, you got to look up this photo. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, it's a mess. I I wonder if Towns is going to get traded and then what the hell is that going to do for Anthony Edwards kind of growth? Uh, Just a mess. We'll we'll keep uh, posted basketball season right around the corner. Um, We'll get you out of here. Al Dawson, Ty Dawson, Kirill Smolianski. His Bengals take on the Jaguars Thursday night. Vikings, a big game on Sunday against the Browns coming in. You you going to that one? Either of you two? Here we go. I'll be there. Wow, Al, how about that? Uh, I will not. Oh, okay, tough. I want to get out of here with just the baseball final week. My Cardinals are red hot. I'm about to go watch them. What Shohei Otani is doing is the greatest thing I've ever seen in the world. I just have to, I just have to profess, like, what the Angels are ruining his career like they did with Trout. It's like, my God, it's not only – he's the lock for the MVP – 45 bombs, 98 ribbies, 592 slugging percentage, eight, uh, 962 OPS. This is what gets me. The 24 stolen bases for this dude that looks like a praying mantis. Uh, oh, yeah, and he pitches. Like, good Lord. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's he's definitely a lock for the MVP, but it's just unfortunate that the Angels can't put a team together that makes it to the postseason. Four uh, years now with Otani, 0 for 4. Exactly, and I mean, you, you said it well. They're just killing Trout's career as well. I mean, I think they have two of the best players in baseball. Yeah, and and they had Rendon, yeah. but injuries right, hurt. Yeah. Um, appreciate it. So we've got Ray Guy, uh, aka Al Dawson, Kirill Smolianski, Tyler Dawson. I'm Scotty McCreary. Uh, this is Corbett's Corner. We'll talk to you later this week.